What's up, guys? This is Jordan. Welcome to the Antioch Fort Worth College podcast. Uh, just last night, we kicked off a brand new college night series all about experiencing God. All semester long, we are going to be talking about different ways uh, that we can fill our lives with the presence of God in real uh, experiential ways, not just uh not just in our heads or things we know, uh, but really get to experience him. We are really, really excited to be walking through this together uh, as a ministry, as a family. And uh, we kicked it off last night talking about how there's an invitation for you to experience God privately in the secret place. And this is where everything else flows out of. This is uh, where... uh, our relationship with God uh, really begins to uh, infiltrate our entire lives is in the secret place. So uh, listen on. Uh, Ben's got a really good word for us uh, in this message, and uh, I just pray that it blesses you and that you get to hear God's invitation into the secret place. God bless you all. All right. Well, because we've got eight college nights this semester together, I get to do a series. Yes. All right. I'm really excited about this, okay? And uh, the series that we're going to be launching into is this. Check it out. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you sent. <laughs> what is this life but to know God? And what is knowing God but to experience him here and now? Jesus, the image of the invisible God, has made known to us his ways and has paid the price that we may be with him, not only in heaven, but here, now, on earth. So the question isn't, does God want you to experience him? The question is, will you say yes? So we are jumping into a brand new series, uh, and the title of our series, everybody say experiencing God, experiencing God, and as you do, I know it says encounter God, but it's actually experiencing, okay, we just wanted to be sure you were paying attention, okay, I want everybody to look back to that corner over your left shoulder where it says experiencing God there, all right, so this is going to be our experiencing God wall that we're going to be going back to every college night. And the purpose of our wall here is for you to take some time to write out what you feel like the Lord is speaking to you at the end of the service. And the goal is that at the end in May, we're going to be able to look back, and that uh, wall over there is going to be full of things that God has taught us uh, this year. And we basically want to build unto the Lord an opportunity where we can go, God, you're so faithful. God, look at what you've done in our lives. Look at your pursuit of us this year. And so tonight will be the first night. There's actually Sharpies that are over there, and I want to encourage you during our ministry time to take a moment and write down something that you feel like God is speaking to you. All right, so as we uh, kick off Encountering God, I'm just kidding, Experiencing God, um, I want to tell a little story. Um, anybody played hide and seek 
before? Yeah. Now? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Joanna? Okay, great. Uh, that's a little strange. Uh, so, hey, uh, hide and seek uh, was one of my favorite games that I played growing up. And I just want to kind of go on record here that I think, in a humble way, I think I was probably like top 10 hide and seekers. Uh, in Carrollton, Texas. I mean, I I love to play hide and go seek. Uh, anybody have a house that they grew up in that had a lot of really good hide and go seek spots? Anybody? Okay. Like where you could tuck away and where you could be guaranteed, you know, that nobody was going to find you. Uh, well, for me, it was the same way in my house growing up. And there was this one particular spot in our living room, that if you walked in, there were these two secret doors, and when you opened them, there was like this hidden cupboard. I still don't know why it was there, but there was like this hidden cupboard. And nine times out of ten that I ran to that specific spot, I would win hide and go seek. And went, yeah, I know, it's exciting. For me it was. Uh, and, uh, and when I would have friends that would come over, um, I would tell them nothing about the best spot. I'd go straight there, and I would win because uh, I was competitive at seven, but I've lost that now. I'm no longer a competitive person. Um, and, uh, and so I, I just love to play how you go seek. But every once in a while, somebody else would figure out my how you go seek spot. Mm. And we'd be playing, and they'd open up the door, and whatever language I had at seven, you know, I would say to them, all right? Like, what are you doing here? You get out. This is, this is my spot. This is my hide-and-go-seek spot. Well, I don't, didn't mean to say hide-and-go-seek spot, but this is where I hide away to win this game. And what I want to submit to you tonight as we kick off this series, Experiencing God, I want to submit to you that there is a hiding spot that is for you and God, that is not for anybody else, that if you choose to go there, it's going to lead to victory in your life in a thousand different ways. That God has a secret place for you that is just between you and Him. And the reason it's called secret is so that nobody else knows about it. Because if other people did, it would not be so secret. And so tonight, we're going to talk about the secret place. Everybody say the secret place. And I recognize that when I say that, uh, some of you may be like, yeah, I know what that is. Others of you may be like, I've never heard that term before. But basically, very simply, the secret place is a place between you and God where you are able to build your devotion to Him and build your faith. It's, it's just that simple. But it's not between me and Dean, or me and Austin, or me and Detroit, or me and Jordan, or the five of us together. It's between you and the Lord. And so we're going to unpack that a little bit tonight, and I'm going to go Old Testament on you guys. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, great. Awesome. Uh, and I'm going to share with you, what if you if you'd been like, no, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to give you four simple examples that we see in the Old Testament of different men of God that had a secret place and what the secret place meant for them and how it led to them encountering and experiencing more of God. I'm going to give you three examples from David's life and they'll be short, don't worry. Uh, and one example from Solomon's life. 
Solomon was David's son, so kind of ran in their family that they were about the secret place, all right? So number one, say this, it's a place of rest. It's a place of rest. The secret place is a place of rest. Psalm 91.1 says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Uh, Psalm 91 is a coliseum unto the secret place. And so I just want to encourage you, if you want to take a deeper dive, meditate on Psalm 91. It's, it's wonderful. But I like that David says, he who dwells in a secret place. Not he who visits it, but he who dwells there. <laughs> he who stays there. He who lingers in that place. And David says that when I do that, it leads to rest. Leads to rest. I wonder if for some of you, as you're kicking off, whoa, that was exactly, as you're kicking off the semester, uh, you need to be reminded that there's a place of rest for you. A place that is between just you and God. And as you start to look at your calendar and you start to look at the things that you've committed yourself to, you need to be reminded that you can pause and you can take a breath and you can breathe and you can recognize who God is and what he says about you and you can, you can notice things and you can be reminded of verses like Matthew 11, verse 27. We got it up here. This is actually uh, the message version. It says, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Learn the unforced rhythm, rhythms of grace. Keep company with me and you'll learn how to live freely and lightly. Man, I love that verse. And I think David's trying to encourage us and say, man, if you run to the secret place and it doesn't lead to rest, it may not be a secret place. <laughs> it's a secret place with something else or someone else. <laughs> but it's not with the Lord. Because his shelter, his wing leads to rest. You say, why is it important to talk about rest? Well, all you have to do is get on the highway uh, going towards Dallas, and you will discover these things called fast lanes. Uh, toll roads is another word for them. And we have come up in Texas with this incredible uh, idea that we will pay $12.50 more um, to get there seven minutes faster uh, in rush hour traffic. Because we, and, uh, all right, I'm I'm sorry, I'm just submitting, all right? Todd, you did it? Yeah, amen. All right, okay, so, but it, we live in a culture of speed. We, we live in a culture that tells us that our inner psychology needs to be about efficiency. And, and because of that, we're told that if we're more efficient, we're more productive. Mm -hmm. And if we're more productive, then we're more valuable. Mm -hmm. And if we start to live by that scheme, we miss out on the rest that God is providing for us. Because guys, when I run to the secret place and I take time to pause, and I say, hey God, I want to get some time with you. And he responds back, and he goes, 
hey, Pastor Ben, I want to get some time with you. Okay? No, 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 no. All right? He doesn't say, hey, Pastor Ben, I want to get some time with you. I say, hey, God, I want to get some time with you. He looks back at me and he says, my son, I want to get time with you too. Because what happens in the secret place is that titles fall away. And we're reminded of who we really are. And the labels that other people have placed on us or we've placed on ourselves, they melt like wax because they stand no power against the identity that God speaks to us. Of what he already has spoken about us. I love what Michael Cugliano said. He's a pastor. He said, secret places are like coliseums that destroy the enemies of the soul. And when we're in the secret place with God, we're reminded that we belong to him more than anything else, and our value is not found in what we produce, but who we belong to. And besides, <laughs> the greatest thing I could possibly produce for God is a heart that seeks him, right? You know, what, what, what am I going to do in the secret place to tell God? And he's going to be like, wow, you know, you're awesome. You know, like, no, that, it, it won't happen. But he desires for us to seek him, right? So that's number one, it's a place of rest. Number two, everybody say it's a place of deliverance. It's a place of deliverance. Psalm 32, 7, this is David speaking. He says, you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. And then he says, you surround me with songs of deliverance. You surround me with songs of deliverance. David's saying, when I run to the secret place, I get songs of deliverance that are being sung over me. Guys, when I go to church or when I come to college service, I, I worship God and worship is wonderful. And I sing unto God and I sing praises unto him. It's beautiful. But when we run to the secret place, God turns around and he starts singing over you. Wow. The, the most high, powerful, omnipotent, almighty God sings songs over you. Say, what's the lyrics of, of his song that he sings over us? Well, uh, D-E-L-I-V-E-R-A-N-C-E. I can spell, all right? Deliverance. He's singing that melody in all its wonderful expressions over us. Yeah, you know, God, I just like, honestly, I... I feel a little inadequate sometimes. Hmm. Have I told you that I call you by name, that you're mine, that you belong to me, that I approve of you wholeheartedly, and that you are precious and honored in my sight? Yeah, but, but God, there's just that, that sin pattern that just keeps coming up for me, and I, and I want breakthrough, but then I go back to it, and it just, it's hard. Shh, 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 shh. Have I told you that Jesus died for you? That his blood has purified you and sanctified you, and that you're free because of the cross? 
Yeah, but, but God, I, I just, I don't feel like I, I measure up and I'm not meeting the expectations that are placed on me by my family or, or myself or my professors or my, my friends. Shh, 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 shh. Have I told you that I'm proud of you? <laughs> Let me just say it again. I'm, I'm proud of you. God sings songs of deliverance over us in a secret place. I looked up some names of who God is, and I found this list. If we just want to pop it up there. I'll probably mispronounce at least one of these as we go. El Shaddai, the Lord God Almighty. El Elyon, the God Most High. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord my banner. Jehovah Racha, the Lord my shepherd. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. Jehovah Shema, the Lord that is there. Jehovah Sindekin, the Lord my righteousness. Jehovah Mechonishekem, the Lord who sanctifies. Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. And Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of peace. You want to know what song God is singing over you when you run to the secret place? It always aligns with his character. Which song do you need God to sing over you as you start off this semester? He might be singing one of those. He's pretty good at singing all of them too at the same time. He loves to do that in our lives. Maybe this should be your Spotify raft, all right? Just sing it, okay? Give it a try. No, I'm like, that doesn't exist, all right? So he sings... Did I, did I miss the what? Okay, right. He sings songs of deliverance over us. Number three is this about the secret place. It's not hard to find. It's not hard to find. David said in Psalm 27, 5 about his secret place. He says, for in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of a sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. You say, where's the secret place? What, like, where is it that, that I might go there? Is it here? Is it at church on Sunday morning? Is it at Bongiorno, as great as it is, all right, in downtown Fort Worth? Where is the secret place that I might find it? David says, you, O oh Lord, are the secret place. You, O oh Lord, are the one that is my shelter. You, O oh Lord, are the one that's my dwelling. You, O oh Lord, lead me upon a rock. I just want to encourage you guys tonight that the secret place is not hard to find. It's not difficult to, to search for, and, and, and you don't have to go to New Zealand where the Lord of the Rings was filmed, all right, to, to find a secret place. It's here and now. And the reason we know that is because David said in Psalm 139, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you're there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed and shield, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, you're there. He's everywhere. When you wake up in the morning, he's going, I'm here. 
And when you go to bed at night, he's going, he's still here. And when you walk to, what's the business school called? Thank you, I should have known that. He's even there, all right? Walking to Neely, all right? He's there. (laughs) All the time he's there. And all you have to do to find him is just simply turn to him and say, God, here I am. And he turns back and he says, here I am. Here I am. Number four, last one is this. The secret place is a place to listen. Everybody say listen. So I gave you three examples from David, and now I've got one from Solomon. Solomon says this in Ecclesiastes 5, 1 through 2. I love this about his secret place. He says, guard your steps when you go to the house of God. Draw near to listen rather than to offer the sacrifice of fools. Do not be quick to speak and do not be hasty in your heart to utter a word before God. After all, God is in heaven and you are on earth. And then he says this, so let your words be few. So let your words be few. You know, um, I looked this up and I found out that the average human says 7,000 words in a week. All right? Anybody know somebody who says more than that? Oh, okay, you looked at each other. All right, all right. Okay, we're, we're all secure here, okay? All right, we're secure. Yeah. 860 million words in a lifetime, on average, is what a human will speak, okay? In a secret place, you get to just call a timeout on talking. And you get to listen. You get to listen to God. Solomon's like, one of the markings of my secret place is that I just don't do too much talking. I just don't utter very many words. In my own life, you know, I, I do plenty of talking. Uh, when somebody cuts me off on that toll road, uh, on the way to DFW, I'll usually say something like, I just bless you. you know, <laughs> just, just bless you. Have you heard about Antioch? You heard about <laughs> come check it out. I wish I said that, <laughs> you know. But I, but I do talk to God, right? Like uh, I pray with my wife, and I pray at church, and uh, I pray in the morning. I, I do plenty of talking to God. But if you're anything like me, I need a little bit more listening to God. I need to be reminded that when I don't talk at Him, I can actually hear from Him. And in the stillness, I can hear his voice. Matthew 6, 7 through 8 says, When you pray, do not babble like the pagans. For they think they are heard because of their many words. Don't be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. There he knows. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Guys, I want to encourage you that, that God has a secret place that's for you and Him. And I know that for some of us, you're going to walk out here tonight, and this may just go in one ear and out the other. 
And I think for some of you, this is going to rock your world. It actually has the potential to change your life. <laughs> and if you feel like you're in a deep place with the Lord right now, you've got an invitation to go even deeper. <laughs> because the wonderful thing about the secret place is there isn't an end. <laughs> there is no end that you can possibly arrive at. And if you're brand, 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 brand new in your faith and you're just trying to figure out why in the world am I at a Tuesday night worship night at a church, God wants to tell you too there's an invitation to come to know me privately. And if I could say one thing as we kick off this year together, and I, I want to say this with a, with a pastoral heart as I share I don't want us to become experts at corporate gatherings and amateurs as private touch. I hope that our gatherings together come from an overflow of the secret place. Where our corporate fire comes from an individual fire. That is with the Lord. And when we take this invitation, me included, sometimes I preach a sermon and I'm like, yeah, I think I'm doing this. Sometimes I preach a sermon and I'm like, I need this word. This is a word that I need for me. When we take this honestly, guys, when we do this, there is no end to what we can experience together as a community. Signs, wonders, miracles, breakthrough, freedom, a few years ago, we were in this room, and one of the students who came to one of our services got liberated from depression on her life. And it was a miracle. I mean, God set her free. <laughs> and I believe that God wants to create a thin place between heaven and earth for us this semester. I really, really do believe that. But if I could give any pastoral encouragement to you, it would be, don't rely on me or a service or a sermon to get your needs met. When you have someone who is abundantly ready to meet with you, that's so much more faithful, that's so much more dependable, and will never, ever let you down. Run to the secret place. I want to give you just a few. Is that okay? Are we okay? Yeah. Okay. Right. I want to give you just two practicals, uh, actually as we wrap up and this will take me three minutes that I think will help you specifically in building out a secret place with the Lord this year um, the first one is very simply this set of time set of time that's between you and the Lord uh, we set appointments for a lot of things I just want to encourage you may this be an appointment that, that you don't miss because this appointment leads to a lot of other appointments in your life. And I guarantee you it's not going to lead to disappointment. I have a lot of appointments that lead to disappointment. Okay? This one will not. So set a time. Number two, set a place. Set a place for you. Uh, what environment for you is helpful in getting to know God better? Uh, this is a great place to do that. But there's also opportunities to do that maybe in a dorm room. Maybe a coffee shop. Uh, for me, I'm a big botanical gardens guy. 
All right, and I just, I just boldly, thank you, Daniel, amen, all right, I just raise my hand, okay, don't you dare come to Botanical Gardens, all right, that's my secret place, okay, that's where I'm going to be, all right, I'm not telling you when, but I'm there, all right, uh, whatever it is for you, find the environment that helps you commune with God more, and the last one is this, set a purpose, set a purpose, what would make your secret place time different than other time that you spend. Maybe for you, it's as simple as reading a good book. Maybe it's throwing on worship music. When I was at Baylor in Waco, yes, I know, they were like six and six this year. Okay, they were four. All right, let's be honest, okay? When I was there, I used to love to go to Cameron Park in Waco, throw up my hammock, because I was one of those Eno guys, all right, with the Chacos, okay? Who's in? Yeah, what can I say, all right? And, uh, and I would just throw on worship music. Hey, uh, we listen to a lot of things. Try to listen to worship music for an hour and see how it might just rock your world. Really, it's awesome. It's a blast, all right? Uh, set a purpose, okay? Um, it might be for you that you love the journal. It might be for you that you love to read the Bible, meditate on the scriptures, dive into the word of God. All right. I want to throw up a QR code here as we finish up. I want everybody to scan it if you don't mind. I'm going to scan it too. And uh, and uh, I uh, am so thankful for Ryan Kirshner. Y'all give it up for Ryan. Yeah. Oh, he didn't create this. I didn't know I was kidding. He did. Um, but uh, this is four different things you can do in your secret place. And I want to invite you guys to try one of these out this week. And these are practices that have been done for basically 2,000 years. Okay, so I'm not saying they're good, but, you know, time matters, all right? And these are practices, practices that Christians have done for a long, 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 long time when they go to their secret place. The first one is Lectio Divina, and it's a very simple way to engage with the Word of God in prayer and scripture reading. And I'm not gonna walk through it, but I wanna encourage you, look at this document on your own time and try it out. Try Lectio Divina out. It, it takes you through some different steps, and it helps you to really apply the Word of God to your life, all right? The second one is breath prayers. Okay? Anybody ever heard of a breath prayer? Yes. Three of you. All right? So here we go. We're going we're gonna, to we're, work forward. You think you right. We're going to practice this together because it takes 30 seconds. Okay? Well, everybody close your eyes. And just take a moment to be still. And what you do in a breath prayer is you read out a verse, and then you breathe in that verse, and you breathe it out. So Psalm 46.10 says, Be still and know that I am God. We're going to take three breaths in and three breaths out. When we breathe in, we're going to breathe in, be still. And when we breathe out, we're going to breathe out, know that I'm God. So here we go. Be still, breathe in. And know that I'm God. Be still. 
and know that I'm God. Be still. And know that I'm God. Okay, you can open your eyes. That's a breath prayer. A good thing to do before you take an exam, right? Not too bad. You've got here a list of breath prayers that you can do for different circumstances in your life. The third one is the examine prayer. This is a great, great, great exercise to do before you go to bed at night. And it gives you the opportunity to just reflect a little bit on your day and where God was at in your day and where you felt distant from God and then to prepare for the day ahead. And then the last one here is something called practicing the presence. This is from a 17th century monk, right? Not too bad, 1600s. Um, and the guy's name was Brother Lawrence. And the whole thing that he desired was to make God a part of his everyday life. To not just make God something that he went to at a certain time, but to invite God into all of it. And so this exercise will actually help you walk through inviting God into the mundane moments, into the little things like washing the dishes, all right? Hey, washing the dishes can be spiritual, all right? You can meditate on a Bible verse while you're scrubbing away, all right? And how many of you have kitchens? Okay, that's that's fine. I want to invite you to stand up right where you're at. Ashley, if you want to come forward. If I could have a few of our prayer teams come up here, it would be great. I want to finish up by just encouraging you guys to run your secret place this year. And if you literally need help with that, just come and find me after the service. And I would love to meet you in the prayer room. Literally, I'll do it tomorrow morning uh, if you would like to. But your secret place is a place that's between you and God. And my hope is that this semester you build up so many secrets with you and the Lord that you can't possibly share them all. (laughs) Because there's just an abundance that the Lord has for you in that place. I also want to encourage you, don't turn this into a performance thing. (laughs) Uh, It can be easy to slip into that mindset. And if you miss it, or miss a day, or it doesn't go like you wanted it to, give yourself grace. (laughs) Because when you turn to God, he's like the prodigal son. When you take one step in his direction, he's taking 10 years. And he's going to be like, yes, my son tried. My daughter tried. Even if you just, like a three-year-old, you know, splat right down on the ground. He's going to pick you up, dust you off, and go, go again, go again. Come, come to me again, come to me again. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to just pray here and want to invite you to close your eyes. And I'm going to ask a question. um, And I want to encourage you to ask the Lord this question. And, And the question is very simply this. Lord, what are you inviting me to in a secret place? And I want to give you just about a minute to, to ask the Lord that. And then we're going to respond. And we've got some people up here that can pray for you. It can be for that or for anything that's going on in your life. Uh, But for others of you, 
I want to invite you, whatever you feel like the Lord's highlighting to you, I want to invite you to go to our Experiencing God wall in the back there and to write it down as a declaration. Like, God, I'm standing on your truth. I'm standing on what you're highlighting to me tonight. You can also do both. But Lord, we thank you that you're with us, Lord. We thank you that, like David, Lord, he, he built a secret place. He built a, a private place that is unto you. And I thank you, Lord, that tonight, as we kick off 2023, that you are not distant, Father, that you are near, that you are close, and that you are calling us to you. And we thank you, God, that time and time and time again, your pursuit of us never fails. And Lord, we just say as a community that we want to be those who run to you to get our needs met more than anything else. So help us by the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, to do that. And we take a moment just to pause and to ask you, Lord, what is your invitation to me tonight in coming to you in secret place? What's your invitation, Lord? songs are just going to stay right here as Asher just plays in the background. 